good Wednesday morning, everybody. It's the 22nd of September, and my title today is Your Salvation Goes Way Beyond Just Forgiveness. Yesterday, we looked at the biblical truth that when we receive Jesus as our Savior, God took the death of Jesus on the cross and the shedding of his blood and used that to completely pay the penalty for all our sins. Now, that's an incredible and wonderful idea. Our sins and lawless deeds, he says, he will remember no more. He has separated us from our sins as far as the east is from the west. And though they were as red as scarlet, they have become as white as snow. However, there is even a greater truth in our salvation more than just the forgiveness of all our sins. Yeah, we've been washed in the blood of the Lamb, which was an event that happened to us when we were born again. That's what the Bible calls our justification in that the penalty for all our sins uh, became fully paid by Jesus's death. And now we've become members of God's family. But that is only the beginning. Forgiveness and our justification is only the beginning of our relationship with God the Father, Jesus our Lord and Savior, and the presence of the Spirit of God living in us. We have been born for the second time. We were all physically born by our mother in whose womb we were knitted together by God. However, now we have been born again, born of the Spirit, Jesus says in John 3. And we have gone from being dead in our sins and transgressions and separated from God in our pride and selfishness and we have become born again as new creations who are both physically and spiritually alive. Now, hold on to your seats, people. We're about to lift off and find out what being born again as a believer and follower of Jesus really means. In the most basic terms, we become a member of God's family. That phrase, born again, was first used by Jesus uh, the night Nicodemus came to him. And Jesus said to Nick at night, quote, Jesus responded and said to him, Truly, truly, I say to you, unless someone is born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. And then I read in 1 Peter 1, 3, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who according to his great mercy, now listen, has caused us to be born again to a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. We became born again and were made members of God's family forever because we are told that God loves us and he's always loved us and will always love us, and nothing can separate us from the love of God. Therefore, Peter writes that the Father caused us 
to be born again. It was not by luck or by chance, but our salvation was something God the Father did and made our salvation a free gift. Nothing that we could earn, but something he gives to us. Now let's see what all comes with the package of being born again into the family of God. And we read this amazing truth in Ephesians 2, 4 through 7. Quote, now listen carefully. But because of his great love for us, God, who is rich in mercy, made us alive with Christ, even when we were dead in transgressions. It is by grace you have been saved and, now listen carefully, God raised us up with Christ and seated us with him in the heavenly realms in Christ Jesus, in order that in the coming ages he might show the incomparable riches of his grace expressed in his kindness to us in Christ Jesus. Wow, there's a lot of meat on that bone. So I will start with the first almost unbelievable truth that is where the passage says that God has not only saved us by his grace, but he has also, and I quote, raised us up with Christ and seated us with him in the heavenly realms, end quote. Now, is there something unusual that you notice about that text? Paul uses the past tense when talking about us in the future, being resurrected, raised up with Christ, being seated with Christ in the heavenly places. Wait a minute. I don't know about you, but I seem to only be able to be in one place at one time. I'm sitting in my studio in my basement at 4540 Cliff Ridge Drive in Columbus, Ohio. I'm seated in a chair that I write from. However, we're being told that not only that God has loved us and is rich in mercy, making us alive in Christ even when we were dead in our sins, but also... Past tense, it says, he has raised us up and seated us with Christ in the heavenly realms. I don't know about you, but that seems a little odd to me. It appears that we're in two places. And to understand this, we need to know something about Greek grammar. Sometimes, in Greek, when the writer is speaking about something in the future, that is so certain it will happen, he will use the past tense to indicate that this future event is guaranteed. This incredible truth, that not only has God saved us by grace and has shown mercy to us in Christ, but he will most certainly raise us up and seat us with Christ in the heavenly realms because it's as if it has already happened. So what started with us being accepting Christ as our Savior, being caused by God the Father, becoming born again and made a member of God's family forever, not only involves our life on this earth, 
but an eternal life in heaven when we die. This is salvation way beyond forgiveness. This is the overwhelming grace and mercy of God making us a member in his family. And regardless of whether we're addicted to porn or not, this truth remains because we were never saved because of our ability to save ourselves or to keep ourselves holy. That would be a salvation by our works, which will never, ever happen. We are saved by grace alone, through faith alone, in Christ alone. And our salvation is the free gift of God. And so we need to believe that in spite of our sexual sins and failures, we are still a loved and forgiven member of God's family forever. And yes, the best is yet to come. This is John Doyle with 180 Podcast. God bless you, my friends. I hope you have a great day in the Lord. And we'll talk again tomorrow. Goodbye.